Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 535 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined by everyone's favorite Hokie fan, Stephen Kyle Brackey, looking sharp in the VT shirt. And the you're just going for it, huh? With the neck sleeve? Yeah, you the, make the gator. Wow. So much easier than the mask. You just wow. go like this. It's much more comfortable. I'll feel, then, I'll feel a lot boom. safer if you wear that the entire show, please. Okay. And the maskless oh, Ben Askren. So stu- stupid Wisconsin people. What they do now? Oh, there was that one article that circulated that that Wisconsin DNR was telling their employees that they need to wear masks when they're on Zoom calls. That was in Wisconsin. I saw that. <laughs> Someone tweeted us that. It's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. Uh, yeah, I mean, Explain I didn't bother reading the article because I I know there's just no way you could be that dumb to have to wear a mask while you're on a Zoom call. Well, listen, this there's a good chance that this will offend some people that listen to this show just because of how many people um, I see do this, but it doesn't matter. And how many people listen to the show. But him, if, if you wear a mask in a car, I I don't know. I, I don't know how this happened. I don't know what you think you're, you're doing, but there are – I don't know how it is in Wisconsin. There are way too many people wearing masks in cars by themselves. I don't understand it at all. But if people are wearing it on Zoom calls... There have been a few times where like, I've worn the mask into the store, and then I come out and get in my car. Yes. And I forget about it. Like I start to put the car in reverse, and then I forget I still have the mask on, but then I do take it off. Yeah. I mean, I guess that... But I, I'm thinking this is a lot of... Uh, this is a lot of people. Is that... Mariah is still talking trash on me yeah so i get so, hurt by um, santo yeah you definitely would I, yeah, okay. you would i already put a bill for this christian and their excuse was that it was just easier to leave on okay it and is so, a, it uh, is i'll tell you it is a real pain to take those things off i mean i can't <laughs> tell you hours taking it on putting it on i mean then where do you put the thing oh man yeah i get it i get it it is time consuming um but yeah sorry i'm not I'm not, I'm not anti-mask, wear masks, but 
It's saying that, so I'm, I'm reading the article, and it's saying that they're wearing masks when at home to set a good example for the community. Okay. I, Is the yeah, community inside you your house? I don't understand. Um, good for them. Who knows? It's strange. Just don't try to make me do it. So, okay. What if we have to do the show with masks on, Christian? I'm doing it. Bracky's <laughs> literally doing it. Um, Bracky, take it off. Come yeah, take, take it off. You're going to... You're gonna make people mad. You're not. Right. You're gonna overheat. I can't have that. All right. Well, they ben. actually said the neck gaiters now. I, I, I we we went ahead and bought three hundred freaking neck gaiters for people at AWA, and now this week they're saying neck gaiters are actually wor- worse for the spread. I don't know. They well, literally said would... they. The article literally said it's worse than wearing no mask, which makes no sense. How could that be true? Yeah. I. Who knows? Yeah. Again, the the. Uh, the the goalposts move every every week on this one, so you never know what will be or won't be safe from day to day. Okay, yeah. um, so some some recruiting news uh, for Steve, from Stephen Kyle Bracky. You want to get into this dead period? Oh, really? Yeah, the dead period is just a forever dead period, apparently. Yeah, because it's been extended it's been extended until, again. Yeah, until September thirtieth. So they're just keep kicking the can Stop. down the road. Yep. This is awful. What are juniors gonna do? Are you uh-huh. are your guys kind of freaking out a little bit? Yeah, they they are. Yes, they they are. They're losing their minds. And um, but now it's been a dead period for we're, we're going on what six months now or something. Yeah, I mean they started it in in March. March. Yeah. Oh my God. Wow. I mean, so that leaves obviously like for junior going. Well, now now they're right. They're almost seniors now. Um, that leaves little, what, six weeks, October yes. 1st to flip in November 15th for their signing period. Yeah, dude, they're not, I don't think they're going to lift this thing either. No, yeah, I would be surprised if there's visits until 2021. What? Why? why? I mean, they're not letting, they're not letting, uh, I mean, the Big Ten's not playing football till January. Some... Those kids have been on campus for Think about the months. Think about the Ivies. They're um, no sports till twenty twenty one. I I think it's yeah. what's going to happen. It's terrible. Wow. Um, I don't know how much you guys are appreciating it, but I don't know why I find them to be so funny. Have you guys been watching all these um, things where they like take a movie and then they put a, a conference logo on that person? Yes, they're, they're, hala- they're hilarious. With Ricky Bobby, they did it with uh, um, Jerry Maguire. Oh my god! I don't know why they're so funny, but I just die laughing every single time I see one. I reach. I retweeted a Mean Girls one the other day. It was like the girls in the convertible, and then it had the Big Twelve, uh-huh. the SEC, and the <laughs> ACC logo, and it said, "Get in, losers! We're playing football." <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Oh, it's really so fun. I don't know. I don't know why. Like every time I watch that Ricky Bobby one like four times and just die laughing every time. I'm paralyzed. <laughs> I haven't seen that one yet. I don't know if we can legally play oh, it, but it, you got it. You'll enjoy it. Okay, you gotta watch we'll, it. We'll find it. Are you? Are what are you doing in, in terms of normally? We, you would give us an update for um, the various trees you were pulling down, the destruction you were waging on your own personal property. But I haven't heard of any equipment rentals or stump grinders or anything like that. Is there anything? I saw, new, I saw you guys. Anything new on the when farm? When I logged on, when I logged on, you guys were messing with that video of me pushing that uh, the. Tree down at the lake this weekend, which I I don't know. I died I died watching that too because it was just out of the blue. I saw it. I wanted to push it over. Um, 
Rachel, who works with me, she was with me. She started recording, and she was being a total Karen the whole time. And uh, and I just pushed that effing tree over like like a real man would. Well, I I guess the the main issue is um, what the heck? Um, sorry, I got distracted. Um, what? Well, there is no issue. That tree was a danger to humanity, and I pushed it over. But it wasn't your. It wasn't on your land. It was just someone else's it's tree. Was it your tree to push like, over? I, no, like I told Rachel, that was a, that was a public tree. It's a that public tree, tree which was, means anyone in the public the can push way. it over. Yes, yes, <laughs> that's exactly what. That's it means. not going to hold up in court, Ben. I'm just saying. Mm. I just hope you don't end up in any, any legal trouble because the legal system in Wisconsin, as we know has put many an innocent man behind bars. At least one. <laughs> Potentially. Um, yeah, that, that, that video went kind of viral. That, that was funny. Um, so let's see. What's the update? Well, m- most of my course is done. Like the major, major stuff is relatively done. All the holes are cut in. And now it's just kind of kind of fine-tuning everything. Um, I'm going to build some tee boxes, etc. You know what Jacob Rosh is coming over to do today? Um, for about six months, that, that knucklehead Keegan O'Toole... He snapped my key off in the ignition for my gator, right? Keegan, just so chill out with the key. So uh, if I, if you laugh, I got it, but it's it's a key, and now it has this little tiny metal stub, right? And you can stick the stub in just enough to turn it on, and then you have so then the key is tied to the gator because you need it to then turn it off also, right? Because it doesn't stay in there. So uh, he's replacing the ignition today. So I'm pretty excited about that. Whoa, Jacob Roshka is that handy? Oh yeah, he's good. He's real good. Wow, that's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, good update. Um, good luck with the Gator. Don't electrocute yourself, Jacob Roshka. I don't know if that there's a risk of that, but I don't know anything about changing <laughs> probably um, starters or whatever. Real low, low level risk. Low, low level, level risk. Okay. Uh, a risk that Ben is willing to take on Jacob Roshka's behalf. Yeah, he, uh, he he offered. I said, let's do it. <laughs> okay. So we've been doing uh, – Ben Askren set up basically uh, the old Olympic-style pools for us determining our dual rankings. Bracky tried his best. The top 10 at least. The top 10. You're yeah. not messing with 11 through 25. Yeah, don't even, don't even touch it. Not if there's a fire. You can't, t- you can't mess with those. But we are doing some pool play. We, yesterday, if you listen, we, we did – oh, which duels? Um, we did I got, Cornell, so I got the whole Ohio list. We State. Did, yep. We got Cornell beat Nebraska on day one, as did Michigan beat Penn State. And day two, Nebraska beat Ohio State, and Cornell also beat Ohio State. So Ohio State went they went over yesterday. Wow, this is um, yeah, this is like better than the national duels. These are way way Damn way more. Um, actually, they're they're more I real did, than the national duels are right now. I did. They are. I did get a text yesterday, Christian, from one Brian, Doctor Brian Snyder, saying wow. you really should have called me about our lineup. And then I said, okay, what did we mess up? <laughs> and then he ghosted me. <laughs> what the heck? Okay. Uh, what, so where... something's not right, but who knows what it is because he never responded. Thanks, Doc. <laughs> Man, I, I'm looking at it. I don't even know what. Maybe switch between Hardy and Davenport, or maybe Rob's not moving up. I don't know. I could have swore I heard Rob was moving up. Yeah, no, I, I think that's what we heard. I doubt we're drastically off because who's on the bench yeah, right. of, of this group? Or may, maybe they're redshirting Bridge um, Lovett. I I don't know. They could do that. Um, yeah, would Cronin go up and Tom's in another year? I don't know. 
Thompson go I, up? Uh, I, I we'll, text him that he ghosted me, so maybe we'll get live time updates. Yeah, maybe so, but maybe not. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the what the deal could be there. But the the worst part is we'll just never know. We'll never know what lineup they're going to we'll have. We'll literally never be able to figure it we'll out. We'll never be able to find out. No one knows. At least not until January 1st. Yeah. Okay. Next uh, up. Next up. Uh, what, what's what's the next duel we're going to do, Stephen Kyle? Um, got him, Kyle. Ben's the one Kyle. that's got, got the pulls. I got the pool. So we have two duels left in pool A, our two duels left, and then we got we got to wrestle these guys off, and the winner gets to wrestle Iowa. Um, we have NC State versus Michigan, and we have NC State versus Penn State. Okay, let's do NC State versus Michigan. What do you think? Okay, oh, I got I got to get my um, bracket thing up. Give me one sec. But yes, let's do it. Hopefully, Pat Pop texts you and says we messed up his lineup as well. Hey, where are the Hokies? They're 11th, I think. Oh, my gosh. How convenient. Jeez. How convenient. Kyle, uh, man. Fine. All right. I'm Here ready to rumble when you guys are. All right. We're rumbling right now. And we're starting with uh, 125. State, oh, no. Michigan. Michigan. Dude, Michigan? Okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. So, Jack Medley, he can do 300 push-ups without stopping. Actually, they tell him to stop. They're like, okay, we get it, dude. You can do a lot of push-ups. Versus Jacob Camacho. Who's really really good? Beat Jack Mueller. Um, could have been a freshman AA, but we'll ne- we'll we will truly never know this. Yeah, I got Jacob Camacho. He came on strong. He had kind of a slower start. Came on strong. Looked great at the end of the year. I got to assume he's continuing to improve. Um, I got him. I'm a big Jacob Camacho fan. I think he's super good. Super technically skilled. a COVID All American. Technically a COVID All American. <laughs> um, so yeah. Can't take that away from him. Then the next one up, Stevan Micic versus Jarrett Trombley. This one will get late early. Stevan Micic, super duper good. It's a very tough matchup yes. for for one Trombley. Micic, shit that, Micic uh, kind of an underrated bonus point scorer as well. He's underrated on top. He really he can pile them up pretty quickly for a guy that's more known for his freestyle. He can bonus. Uh, you look at his yeah. three years at Michigan, 52%, 72%, 60% bonus rate. Damn good. That's really good. So yes. don't you forget it. Stefan Micic will put you on your freaking back. Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Here we go. Joey Silva oh, versus Tariq Wilson. What are you all stopping? <laughs> are you, Every are you time. I don't, know, I don't know how you keep this gimmick up, Christian. <laughs> What's that? A gimmick. He's He's legit. It's not a gimmick. It's a lifestyle, dude. Yeah, it's a lifestyle. It is. <laughs> Christian. That happens. You know who else didn't qualify for NCAAs? LeBron James, who? Kobe Bryant, Tracy McGrady. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. I have no rebuttal to that. I know that. I know that. Um, straight to the league. Listen. Yeah, Silva maybe should have just went straight to the league. I don't know. Um. So... How would he do in this matchup? It's a this Come is on. listen listen. Stop. This is a match. Kyle Bracky said, "Tell Ben Askren this is a match." I mean, it will be a wrestling match. Oh my! Um, God. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> fight you. Get him, Kyle. Get him. I'm, I mean, what did you see out of Joey Silva last year? They're like, yeah, he's gonna beat Tariq the Freak. Tariq has lost lost to some guys. 
Let's look some of the guys that, that beat Tariq Wilson. Listen, I'm a big Tariq guy. Because remember going into Vegas, I said last year going into CKLV, my big prediction was, remember we were doing Tuesday headlines? Yeah. yeah. That, that was a short occurring. And I said, you know, you got to shoot big. And mine was that Tariq Wilson would end uh, would be number one by Monday. Because if he won Vegas, he would have been number one. Didn't happen. Um, didn't come close to happening, in fact. But – so let it not be said, I'm not a big fan, but he lost to Michael Blockus, right? That that was kind of a, a surprising yep. loss. He lost to Angelo Martinoni, who I don't know. Doesn't count. He lost 13-11 in TB2. How have I not watched that match? Is this real? Am I looking at the right person? Yes, this is Tariq Wilson. That happened. Okay. That so, happened. So, but, okay, listen, listen, listen. Joey Silva's no Angelino Martino. <laughs> You don't even know who Angelino Martitino is because you didn't even say his name right. Because neither did I. Oh, oh man. L- listen, I I'll take. You, listen, we it can. It doesn't make, matter what you take. Yeah, we can make a wager. I've got I've got Silva in this one. Oh, for God's sake, Christian, <laughs> Bracky, you know who do, you know who to mark down? Yeah. Y'all are some haters. I can't wait. One day, vindication. He's got three years left. And he's going to um... – I got a lifetime update, guys. Okay, here we go. Rob, Rob Rob's going to be 57. Okay. Yvonne and Hardy are fighting it out for 149, and there's a bunch of folks fighting it out for 165. Okay. All right. That's, that's the deal. So Rob is staying at 57 despite what you heard. Okay, that drops him, uh, that drops Nebraska down. Because who's their 65? Really? Doesn't help. Um, oh, I originally had when I did this. Um, I originally had John Heinrich um, as the guy at 165. Maybe Chris Heinrich, his brother. That'd be big if he had some. If they got Chris wrestling. Heinrich eligible and down to 65. They'd be in good shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know anything about uh, John Heinrich. Pretty sure he's an Iowa kid. You All guys right. continue on. I'm we'll, gonna look up. We'll John continue Heinrich. on. Okay. So Silva won 49. there. Store versus AJ Lighton. Gotta give Store the the nod here. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. Kate Store is getting the win here. Uh, Lighton, uh, Light, dude. NC State does such a good job of getting people better because I never thought AJ Lighton was very good, and he just kept getting better and better and better. But Kate Store is winning. Yes, and then Hayden Hydley versus Will Luan. Not a good matchup for Will Luan. I guess no one, not many people are for. Did they Hayden wrestle last year. Mm-hmm. I'm looking it up. Uh, I don't believe I mean, so. Were, I don't know where they would have. Go. I don't know where they would have wrestled. CKLV maybe? Oh, yeah. Hayden. No, they did not wrestle. Okay. So Hayden gets the nod at 57, and then we go, okay, Cam Amin versus Tommy Bullard. I know Bullard's ranked number seven right now. But to, to me, Bullard's – Difficulty to generate offense is going to keep this match pretty dang close. But I feel like he's he's a guy with some tricks, and against a freshman, he'll he'll catch him in a counter. Camamino will shoot. Bullard will do some sort of tricky counter and uh, take him. That'll I feel like mine. that's a really good outline of how the match is going to go. Um, yeah. I mean, Tom, Thomas Bullard, another guy who, good high school career, not great at being in college, and has continued to improve kind of a – Theme among NC State guys, and I think Cam Amin's going to be good, but I think Thomas Bullard wins. Okay. Yeah, we're going with Bullard there. 
And then, oh, he's got the Martinoni match. It's real. It happened. It really happened. He really lost 13-11 in tiebreakers. <laughs> Who so. is the guy? I never, I've literally never heard of him. CSUB. Yeah. Roadrunner. Oh, yeah, big. Okay. Roadrunner. That, that, now me, Luke me. Smith's going to get mad at you again, Christian. Who's going to be mad? My buddy Luke Smith. Oh, oh, I didn't make fun of him. That's, I'm I'm giving No, remember he brought up he brought up the uh Luke Smith's a CSUB guy. Yeah. Right. Why would he be mad at me? Cuz I didn't know who he was. Yeah. Oh, well you yeah. didn't either, man. <laughs> was it Pants Bailey or Rich Bailey Rich or, Bailey. Uh, they were, that was okay. The, the original first. The original backflip. So we're going Bullard over uh Amin and then you got to yes. go Massa over over Bullard at seventy four, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's. I mean, but are you sure? Are you really shocked to see an upset there? I'd be kind of especially sh- with the mat wrestling. Like, what if uh, you know, Bullard goes straight up, chooses top, rides him out, something. Sure, but I don't know. I mean, I, I okay. Take, it's certainly a possibility. Let's go Massa. Go Massa there, Hydley at eighty four. You're going Hydley for sure. Yes. And then Amin for sure over Renan. What if Nick Renan kicks it back into gear? Remember when he made the... Uh, Final X? Remember when he made Final X against David? Yeah. Yeah. That happened. He did. He beat He beat some guy. Didn't he beat Richard Perry? Yeah. Yeah. Richard Perry was dang he, good. <laughs> really good. Yeah. I don't know. I don't uh, know what... Uh, we got a bit even uh, even that version of Nick Green and I don't think beats Miles Amin personally um, though I do yeah, think he's very tough. good it would be it very would competitive be very though yeah and then Mason Paris I think he's going to get bonus here I think you got to give this win so you got to give Mason the win and then I think you've got to give this duel to Michigan for yep. the bonus at 33 and a half you got yes, all, all but guaranteed <laughs> Bonus at heavy and pretty close to it at 33. And plus, some of the, if you look at, I'll say 41 and 65, there's a little bit of upset potential there where I don't, for for Michigan, where I don't see a lot of upset potential other than Bullard um, being able to pull an upset, right? So, yeah, I I don't think there's. We have to declare. Uh, Coach Bormet's Wolverines, the winners here in this totally fake match that is determined. I would, I would very real rankings. Result, um, so then it's NC State, Penn State. Yes. So let's get Coach Kale's oh. squad up in here. Coach Kale. All right, so we're gonna start right. off with uh, Brandon Meredith versus Jacob Camacho because we don't think Robbie Howard's wrestling this year. Actually, there's a good chance a lot of these guys don't wrestle this year. They're just going to try to snag up all the red shirts. That's my prediction. So these these are legit fake duels <laughs> because they're yeah. legit will never happen. Super fake. Super fake. Okay. So Meredith over Camacho, very simple. Camacho the winner. RBY over Trombley, yes. Mm-hmm. Nick yeah. Lee over Tariq Wilson. Well, mm-hmm. you trying to go speed mode, Christian. Sorry, what's to say? It's all good. You're okay. Go ahead. Let's I'm not r- trying to. S- Maybe not- the only thing you could say is, could they trade bonus point wins at 25 and 33? That is a possibility. Mm-hmm. But then they would just cancel each other out if they were both majors. You know, dude, I'm t- Nick Lee could bonus Tariq Wilson. 
Maybe. He's he is a ridiculous point scorer. Um Okay, then we go 49. This will be a close one. Lightning Verclearin. But Verclearin's not not in not close matches. That's yeah. So True. I guess it doesn't need said, but I'll just say it. But we're going Verclearin, right? Yeah, for sure. And then Hydley. Sorry. Hydley Bergy. That'll happen. Go on Hydley. Yes. This one's interesting. Joe Lee versus Tommy Bullard. I like uh, I like Lee, Bullard. but I think this is another similar situation where little bit of the senior savvy experience in a couple positions. Joe Lee's going to take a lot of shots. Probably one of them, he'll end up getting hit in some some crazy Tommy Bullard counter. <laughs> They're tricky. Yeah, he's he's bottom. just tricky. Yeah, yeah. Then our. Ben Askren's picked to make the 2021 Olympic team. Carter Storaki, uh, probably well, over ten. I didn't go that. Listen, I can't. I can't pick a match you'll pick against this guy. It hasn't happened. There's no one you won't pick him to beat. Cornell. He's gonna wrestle Foca, and then um, who's 174 for Iowa? Because that's who he's gonna wrestle eventually. Well, well we have Michael Kimmer there right now. Right. No, 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 Penn State lost. Penn State's not gonna go to the. They're not going to the finale. He's gonna be out. You're right. I'm picking Soroki, and he's not going to lose in the in our in our flow wrestling national dual meet tournament. Right. Um. Yeah, but you love you love Carter Storaki, even though you call him Storaki. You're the only person. But it's okay. good name. Yeah, it's good. It's good, good. name. Yeah, it's Baron Storaki. So that's what I call him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Brooks versus Hydley. Oh my gosh, this is a great one. This is the marquee. These two met at Fargo in a uh, – at the time, Hydley was the favorite. And Brooks really? – Yeah. Uh, and, what year and was that, Christian? 17? Might have been really? 16. I think it was 2017. Wow. Let's see. That's one thing I will remember over Kyle Brackey. Hey, can I go off on something real fast? Would this you maybe- please? <laughs> Freaking! I you know what I can't stand. I can't stand when people start trying to pick on Aaron Pico's age, and I'm not like an Aaron Pico guy. I have no relationship with him whatsoever. You love him, but he was 19 years old in April of 2016. Like that's not all that old. There are plenty of high school kids who turn 19. Um, you know, obviously it is on the older end, but it's not like some insane anomaly that people try to make it out to be. Yeah. So he basically he's one year it, older. For his grade. Yes. And he's yeah. wrestling grown men. I mean, it's the Olympic team trials. And there's that say, oh, my gosh, Kyle Snyder won. Yeah, Kyle Snyder is the young, literally the youngest world champion ever. And what he did was equally as amazing. But don't try to use it to take something away from Aaron Pico. Yeah, I did see that. Um, I thought about texting it to you. then, But, like, he wasn't – he was almost 20. It was quite, quite old. Are you sure? I'm, I looked this up, and it wasn't as close as I thought. Pico, I'm gonna look up his birthday. Or his right birthday's now. in September. His birthday's in September. Oh he yeah, was, he's 23 right now, so it, he would have been 19, 19 and and a half, roughly, right? Fourth month versus the ninth month. Yeah, yeah, he would have been 19 and a half. Yeah, that's that's a but that's a there's a there's a he's decent old. amount of growth that goes on there. Yeah, he's he's old, it, but it does yeah. like when you. Listen, your age does matter. That did, your your physical maturity and what you're able to do, and that's why Gable, how young he was, he was like, 
I'm pretty sure he was 17 yeah. going into college, right? Very, very um, young. Well, he was he was a first year junior, his senior year of high school, which means at some time during that year he turned 18. I mean, we could, we could probably look it up. But you know, it's, I mean, I guess my point is like, it was um, was Aaron Pico old? And the answer to that is yes, he was. But is he that much older than most of these other guys? And the answer to that is no. Like I would guess for say Mark Hall, he was probably a couple months older for for the grade. Um, same thing with Spencer Lee. Same thing with some of these other guys. Logan I mean, there are was guys old. Like, like, yeah, Logan was old. I mean, I graduated high school at seventeen, so I like I would have been on the way younger side. I was like the youngest kid in my grade. But you know, I don't know. I it, it just annoys me when people try to use this against him. It's so it drives me crazy. Well, I don't understand why it annoys. I mean, I I think it's really a fair thing. It's like the difference between if he if he was in his regular grade, if he was his grade was aligned with his actual age, he would not have been in high school when he made the Olympic trials finals, right? So if he had just been on the regular track, so that's the difference, right? And if Kyle Snyder was like a holdback. He would have been no, a world Chris, champion, uh, and made the world team. Well, okay. No, no, no. I, 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 okay, so I think he's older, but let me bring it down to you. Like, let's see. So he would have turned, he was 19 that year. Mm-hmm. Or was he going to turn 20? He was going to turn 20 in, in 2016. Later that year. Yes. Okay, because so, yeah, because most kids, the, I said the majority of kids, their second year junior year is their first year of college. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, their, their last junior year is their first year of college. So he was one year older than those guys. If you're super young, you could have two years of college and still be a junior. Yeah, right. I, I understand all that. I, I don't know. I just, I, think it's real, I, I just think it's really petty. I think it's so petty to say, oh, my gosh, but Aaron Pico is so old. Like, just shut up. Like, no, it's not petty, why, why, though. I don't think it's petty. I, th- I don't think they're trying to minimize really? how good he is. I think it's – I, I feel like well, that's exactly what they're on. trying to do. When, when the entire discussion around is, is age-based, okay, because you're saying okay. best high school as an age group career, then your age yeah. matters, Right. So you 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 confine it to an age discussion, but then you have a guy that is older than I'm not saying all of them, but he's older than most of them. I don't think it's petty. I think it is. It's not a reason to dismiss, but it's. I think it's a notable footnote, right? I think it's like of note. Okay. Gable Stevenson was 17 when he went to college and was winning junior worlds. Was he really? Aaron, was Aaron he really? Or, he turned. He turned. He turned 18 in May. I just looked it up. So, but. Everyone was freaking out because he May wrestled. Of his freshman year of college. No, no, no. no. May of his year of high school. Teacher. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's he, very normal. He um, he was seventeen at the U.S. Open when he had that like top four run and was beating dudes. Yeah. Okay. That was in April, so he hadn't turned eighteen yet. Got it. Got it. So I I yeah. I just think it's worth mentioning now, and if okay. if you took. Because there's a there's a physical maturity component. It's like, it's one thing Absolutely. when it's best best college career is one thing because everyone is basically equally mature, right? But if you get an extra year, think think of the the growth your guys see yeah. in a year from freshman. So I think it's notable. I think it's worth worth mentioning. Okay. And at the I, age, I, I, yeah. at the okay. age group level, he he didn't win world. He did not win worlds. He made two junior world teams and he he never won, right? So yeah. That's all I'm saying. Listen, let it not okay. be said I, on I, I, Team Pico. I, okay, I just feel like people are petty. And I feel like, but you know, you're right. And the, the other thing that made me think about it was why wasn't Snyder included in our discussion yesterday? Yeah, I have he no idea. 
That was probably uh, just an oversight. It wasn't on the question, and then we were stupid and then didn't think of it. Didn't add it. Yeah. Um, yeah, because he's, okay. he's definitely up there. We think about – because yeah. he won Junior Worlds as a junior in high school. Junior. And then he graduated right. and he got bronze. He lost to Makoev. Mm-hmm. It was kind of surprising. Then the next year he freaking won Senior Worlds. And had he been – Pico's age in high school, he would have made the world team at that point and then w- went on to be a, a world champion basically several months after getting out of high school. Um, so, yeah, Snyder's definitely up there. We've had some all-time great high school uh, wrestlers last last few years. Yeah. Okay. What's that got to do with Trent Hiley, Aaron Brooks? No one really knows, and who cares? That was just a fun little detour. I'm watching their finals right now. It's not as fun as Yanni uh, Sasso was yesterday, but it's a pretty good match so far. He hits, oh, that was what he bought. Oh, yeah, the he's wizard, bombed him. The wizard, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was really nice. I did not that think nice. – I thought Brooks was going to – I forget who I thought was going to win that. But either way, Brooks won uh, decisively. Mm-hmm. And so – Who are you, who are you I, picking I, in this match? I got Brooks. I got Brooks. I'm going to go the same way. Yeah, it's not as big of a blow as no a Fargo way. match, no, it's but tight. It's Aaron tight. Brooks wins. Nick Reno versus Michael Beard. Uh, good luck here. That's interesting. I, I, this is interesting well, did to they me. Did they wrestle at the scuffle? I feel like they did. Oh, you might be right. Uh, I'm gonna if look so, up. I, I got... think, yeah, they did in the quarters. Beard beat him, right? I think you're right. Yeah, I would assume so. 518 is, the file, is how long the file is. Uh-oh. Does this... No, uh, he won one oh, no, to zero. Doesn't. Must have rode, rode him out or something. Wow. Or didn't choose bottom, one of the two. Yeah, Renan, Renan looks like he went neutral in the, the third. He got, didn't want to go under Beard, apparently. Hmm. So, that's interesting. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I guess I'll go with, I don't know. That's, I'll go with Renan. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, go with Beard. I just he wasn't full form last year. I don't know. I mean, the last time yeah. I think I'm we saw him full form was Final X. Like I don't 2018. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, can, I'm gonna go Reno also. Run. Oh wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that makes it four or five going into heavy, and it's Kirkfleet versus Deontay Wilson, and I will select Daniel Gregory. Gregory Kirkfleet to be the winner and champion and brings it home for the Nittany Lions. Well, wait, before before, pool, though. before we go to the final, we need to do Michigan versus Cornell. Because they won That's, their pool. So Michigan versus Cornell is the final. That's the pool final. And then the winner oh, okay. is Iowa. Okay, yeah. Yep. Cool. So it's Michigan versus Cornell. So that, that's the two and three in your dual rankings then? They will be, yeah. Wow. Oh, well, we're moving the dual rankings. We are. We're because we're, we're they were some... two and five. Interesting. Wow. Okay, so Cornell versus Michigan. I gotta move the Cornell lineup around. Why? Because we. Oh yeah, because we got. I, I just Yanni. forgot to put the new one in there. Uh, you want Yanni at forty nine, right? Yeah, I think that's what's gonna happen. Uh, and Saunders will be the be the forty one. So this is an interesting duel, mate. And I think we decided Julian Ramirez here. Yeah, we'll go with Julian. Yes, Everything looks good. Okay. Oh. Over. Okay. So we've got, starting it out, Jack Medley of Michigan taking on Vito Arujao of Cornell. 
This is a pretty simple one. Vito. I think it's pretty simple. This is a yeah. bonus opportunity for Cornell. We should kind of just note that in case it becomes a 5-5 scenario. Mm-hmm. At 33, Stevan Micic versus LaJoy or Mumi. Stevan. One or the other. Bonus and this is a situation. definite bonus situation. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> Josh get- Saunders, Joey Silva. Every time. Every time. Every time. This guy is in fire matches. That's it. He's in fire. This is a fire match. Josh Saunders. I've got. I'm going jo- Joey Silva. Of course you are, Christian. Of course. This is a close match. I'm gonna go with Silva here. I'm Thank gonna go you. with Silva. Oh, Over- you are, Kyle. Overruled. Come I on, am. man. I. Ooh. You're you're I'm just sick. hate picking. You're just hate picking. <laughs> this is a jo- freestyle. Josh Saunders. Josh Saunders beat Dom Demas. When? That happened. At the Open? At the U.S. Open. Okay. This is a, yeah, yeah. I, not, I didn't think it happened. That did happen. Did happen. Freestyle. Things okay. happen in freestyle that don't happen in folk style. Um, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. That, it's a good match, though. For sure. Mm-hmm. Kanan Store versus Yanni D. This match has happened, I believe, uh, at least in high school. For sure it happened. And I think that was another journeyman match. Yeah. Huh? Yanni, I think. Mm. I think he pinned well, him. He obviously won. I think he cradled him yeah. and pinned him. Um, 135-pound mm. finals, the 2015 Journeyman Classic. Kanan Store wrestled everywhere. Yes, This he guy did. entered all tournaments possible. He, he tried to enter a Masters Division tournament one time. They said, Kanan, just, just enter the regular open. The old guy? Just, <laughs> oh, yeah. He caught him in a cradle. Yeah. He was up 4 nothing when he did it. But... Oh, boy. Yeah. I'm, I'm turning it on also. It's a pr- pretty tight little cradle situation. This was a um, fire journeyman. This was when um, oh Suriano lost to Vito. Oh yeah, Ooh. late reversal type thing. Mm-hmm. Also, Vito's got Vito's kind of got Suriano's number. Beat him a couple times, huh? Beat him twice. Vito's got some wins. He's two. He's two and one against Vito or against Suriano since uh, 2015. That uh, that building that they have the journeyman in—that's a pretty damn cool building, huh? I've never been in it. I've only seen the yeah. videos, but yeah, it looks cool. Wow. Have you been there? I guess. Yeah, I did. Uh, we went there maybe two years ago. I did that little clinic with the jiu-jitsu oh, guy. Danaher, yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was, uh, that was a lot of fun. And then the tournament was really good also. I think we took five guys maybe or something like that. Yeah. Four guys? Yeah. Four guys, burgers, and fries. Okay, Willowan <laughs> versus Colt Yapujian. Um, I guess you got to go with Luan here. This is definitely a really yeah. close match because Yapujian is, is a yeah. hard guy to score on. Oh, man. This is two what? super talented freshmen here, both unranked, but who do you go with? Cam Amin versus Julian Ramirez. This is a big match. Did they wrestle last year or no? They did, and Cam Amin decked him oh, in 247. What? We have that match. I wonder if we can pull it up. Did uh, we? Oh, we should, right? Edinburgh Open? I don't know if we did it last year. Oh, snap. What a mistake. Jeez. Well, we'll see if we have the match. If not, we got oh, it. Yanni we got the match. We totally did it. JK. Man, don't mess with me like that. Totally remember uh, what happened. All right. We're... Yanni just hit an elbow pass slide by on uh, Kanan's sword. It was it was fantastic. He's he's real, real good. All right. It was scoreless in the first. Late into it. What should we just send this to? Tyler Safet. Oh. oh, man. That was Ramirez in on the shot, too. Ramirez in on a shot. What did he's he's got... with? He... I'm going to send this to Tyler. We'll send it to Tyler. You can... 
come up with a name for it. It's, okay. It's not the most graceful of, of pinfalls, but but it happens. Yes. Yes, that's, that's it. it. Tyler's so good. He like I didn't even have to send him the He's link. like professionalizing us. Like we wanted to show this video and he like reaches out to the people so that we can show them we were just like, "Hey, just play this tweet." All right, so you can go to oh, like Oh my goodness, that was beautiful, Yanni. Yanni is beautiful. He's hey I, I need your focus here. <laughs> go, go a little right. more towards the end there, Tyler. Can't help it. Keep going. Another big jump in Washington. Another keep one. jumping. Keep jumping. Okay, oh, there right we here. go. All right. So Ramirez in on the shot here, and Amin just kind of has like a, a wither overhook here, and just I don't know. Falls down. I was like, uh, we call that the we weeble wobble. You weeble and you wobble, which one fall down? Ramirez <laughs> back from the weeble wobble. Oh. Oh, oh, oh wait, and then he gets, ends up with a reverse. Okay, so it takes a yeah, little bit. That was, uh, that was not good by Jalen Ramirez. Looks like he just kind of lost his balance a little bit there. The weeble wobble. <laughs> the weeble wobble technique. The ref's in the way here. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty good, but we kind of understand what happens here, and there's the pin. So I guess based on this. It's hard to pick it's anything Cam but Cam Amin. He was actually the way I was leaning prior to seeing this, so all right. We'll go with that. Oh, how about this one? Funky Fresh Chris Foca versus Logan Massa. That's this fun. Is, this is a fun match. This is a really fun match. Yeah. Um, I think you got to pick Massa, though. And wow. You don't I'd want to. I'd rather pick Foca, but there's no justification. You can't justify it. Ben's gonna bring up Neil Richards for the forty-fifth time. <laughs> I did not say his name. You're, I don't think I don't think that he has a fireman's name. carry. I don't think he's got a fireman's carry, does he? Massa. No, because he probably talked to Max Askren, who told him he'd have to do push-ups. He got a beat out of him. Daggone it! I can't believe I'm still. I thought about that. Well, I was thinking about that last night or this morning. I, I was like, I, I can't believe Max Askren does that. To keep you up last. We night. should have Max on to argue with you, and it would. I would just. I would be so entertained by the whole segment. <laughs> I I would I would if you could set it up I would love to I Max is really a, yeah of course Max is great I mean I just like to hear his justification for it that would I mean, be he's I, the I mean, national I, champion I've, I've heard me. the argument his argument is that kids become reliant on at a young age and then they never like graduate to moves that are much better and they they become too reliant so he's gonna not let allow that to happen that would be his argument well that's where coaching comes in it's like okay hey that. That would be my argument. Yeah. Um, I think there's all kinds of moves like that are reliant. I think you almost any move you could probably become overly reliant on. I guess like a single leg you can't, but like if you only have one setup to a single leg, it's probably yeah. could be equally problematic. Yeah. I get I agree. it. Um, okay. But yeah, I'd be happy to talk to him about it. Hey, I got a tech I got a uh text from someone saying no way Karchla over Labriola. No way. way. No way. Oh, was it from was it Dr. Brian Snyder? <laughs> yeah, I, I can't just I can't disclose who it was from. So Dr. Brian Snyder says no way. No uh, way. No way. Listen, there's a, there's a chance he's very right about this. I think Labriola is outstanding. I think Karchel is outstanding. Let's have him wrestle I mean, each other. Yeah, I hope they do. For real. Not just in fake matches. But has did you pick? Did we do Staraki versus um, Labriola? They did not go. No, they were not. We oh, didn't man. pick that duel. Who would you pick in that one, Ben? 
Listen, if if Kemmerer's not there, I'm going Staroki for the title next year. Man, can't wait for that Staroki versus Staroki final. That's going to be electric. All right, so we're going Massa over Foca, and then Max Dean over Jelani Embry. Oh, boy. Oh Look at this 197 boy. match. Oh, boy. Oh, no. I'm not even ready. Miles Amin versus Ben Darmstadt. This is not a good match up for either of them, really. I think Miles Amin would be just fine. Yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> he would. He's going to destroy him. Um, wow. Destroy oh, him. You, you said it about your son? Listen. You gotta tell the truth sometimes. You don't I, tell the truth about Joey Silva. I do tell the truth. <laughs> yeah. No, that's the problem. I do tell the truth. Y'all don't want to hear or understand the truth about Joey Silva. I there there is a chance though that Miles could take one shot too many, make one little mistake, and he's gonna hit get hit with some some uh, funky, fresh, not fundamental stuff, and end up on his back. But I don't know if he's yeah. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm uh overstating Miles' advantage here and overreacting to amazing freestyle results. Yeah, it'll be competitive because, you know, Darmstadt will be able to force some of the scrambles, but, man, I would say Miles Amin's going to win. Yeah. Tough match for Ben. We'll we'll say it's a a 9-9 tiebreaker to match that Amin wins by decision. And then Mason Paris versus – ooh, this has not gone well for, for the Big Red. And uh, Mason Paris over Luis Fernandez. We're contractually obligated to make that pick. So yeah. if, if you're looking for, okay, how could Cornell have won this? Saunders over Silva. Um, Yapujian we over. Picked jo- we picked Joey Silva. This is crap. <laughs> Yapujian over. Honestly, it's a very, it's a winnable duel for Cornell. I know it's it's ended up yeah. 7-3. But Saunders, Yapujian, Ramirez make it. Like <laughs> six four, and Darmstadt is going to be the number two ranked guy coming into the season. Yeah. Number two or number three with with a mean. So there's yeah. definitely a path for them to win this, even though we concluded seven three. Very close match. Um, fun duel. Hope it actually happens. There's a lot of matches I would love to see, including Ben Darmstadt versus all these guys. Uh, can we one request real quick? Can we do Penn State versus Nebraska? Yeah. We didn't do that one. We didn't do Penn State Nebraska. We also that would really State help determine this order here. Okay, we got to do Penn State yeah. Nebraska for for the rankings and, perspective. And we didn't do Penn State Cornell. But what if it's a, you're going to screw yourself here, Kyle? Because it's going to be like a three way where one beats one. Yeah, I'm already screwed. That's why Cornell was where they ah. were at the beginning because I think Penn State beats them. And well, then we, all, Michigan we also have to do Nebraska, Nebraska versus Penn State. That's what I, that's what right? I, the one I was saying to do. Oh, but then what about Cornell Penn State? Yeah, we're so you screwed. Gotta do, you got to do both of those. Not good. Not good. What do we I do here? Doing, what else do we got to do? We got none. He's right. We don't well, have we anything do. else to do. Let's at least do one. Let's at least do one more, and then one we'll more, do cues from us, and then we'll save yeah. save Iowa and the other one for for Tuesday. For Tuesday, yep. yeah. We ain't got nothing but time. Yeah, seriously. Um, okay, who do we want to put no it at one sixty-five? Let it be. Let it not be said. Yeah, John, I'm putting John Heinrich. I guess so. Sounds like we have to. He was two and three last year, so there's that. 
right. See, I told you the the, the lineup. They should bump Rob up. I'm. Uh, well, you can you can call it audible and tell Coach Snyder he doesn't know how to coach and you're bumping him up. Well, I'm not gonna tell him that because that's not true. Very good coach, but it doesn't make sense to me. But maybe Rob's not 65. And you think he can win? You know, do better at 57. I get that. Okay, so so they have Heinrich. Uh, you have Elise Brownton, who you just signed, who'd be a true freshman, and then Dalton Peters is the only other 165 listed. John Heinrich's got some hair, though. Yeah. All right. He's an Iowa boy. Um, Akron, Iowa. You mentioned Bubba, Bubba Wilson as one of the guys at 165, too. Oh, okay. He's listed at 157 on the roster, but okay. Okay. So the, the group there that. Is he related to Austin uh, Wilson? I think I asked this last earlier, and I think they're I not think related. I think so. I, think, no, I thought he was, actually. So Bubba Wilson was 19 and 1 last year as yep. a red shirt. So let's go with Bubba Wilson. I think we found our 65 yeah. boys. We're going to go with Bubba. Bubba Wilson. So, okay, this is Nebraska Penn State, you say. Right? Yeah. All right. Yes. Starts with Liam Cronin versus Brandon Meredith. Pretty simple one here. Easy let's start. Liam Cronin. Liam of Croton. Bracky's having a hard trash time. Joe Williamson in the chat because he's coming to my home courts this weekend. He's going to get the business. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he beat you one time? And uh, don't, don't you. Like, uh, like five in a row. Yeah, what was that story? It was, it was team. No, it was team. It was a team. It was a team. Oh. Uh, four of us went on. Uh, four of us went on a disc golf road trip. That was my first vacation in like eight years after I won the national title in 06. And uh, I don't know how these dudes started beating. This it was me and another guy, me and Gabe, him and Marcus. And somehow they started beating us. And I, fr- I went on freaking tilt and lost my mind. They won like four games in a row. And the last one I told them I think. If they beat me, I'd give them my hot trophy because <laughs> there, there was no way they were going to beat me. And they they uh, they won like neg eight, neg seven, negative eight to negative seven or something like that. And so he's been trying to claim the Hodge for the last decade and a half, and I refuse to give it to him. <laughs> <laughs> you bet your Hodge trophy? Oh How was that gosh. sure, Christian? <laughs> wow. That belief. Back to the belief. Yeah. Okay. Um, 33, Ridge Lovett versus RBY. RBY beat him pretty good in the duel, hit him with that cradle. Yeah. It was a kind of a close-ish match, I think, for a little bit there. And then RBY pulled away and what should have been a decision and locked up a near side, I think, and rolled through and wound up getting, yes. getting the major. So got to go with the win there for RBY. And then Nick Lee versus Chad Red once again. These These guys have had some battles through the years. They had a great match at Big Tens. Chad Red wrestled, mm-hmm. wrestled Nick Lee really well, mm-hmm. but it's Nick Lee. Yeah, you got to define what month this is in. <laughs> well, this is in February. February. It's a February duel. Late February. It's on a Sunday. Late February. Sunday, right. it's and cold Chad out. Chad going to make it really close. Like yeah, no, yeah November three. Chad Red is not, not um, always That's, on fire. It's not going to be good. And he's certainly not March Chad Red. March Chad Red. He's really good. He's a monster. Yeah. Okay, then Verclearan versus Davenport or Brock Hardy. Um, This is a toss-up match, but I... 
I kind of want to go clear. Ed. Man, I want I want to go Davenport. <laughs> I like I like real. Him. Yeah, let me oh, look at his record from last year. He beat somebody legit because then he tried to backflip and remember it didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> what? The man didn't land his backflip. <laughs> Hang on, I'm gonna find it. I gotta remember who the match was against first. He had three losses. He got majored by Deegan. He got pinned by Dante Rodriguez. Dante Rodriguez is kind of a pinner. No, the other one's a medical forfeit. Let's see. Who did he beat that was good? Polmeyer. I think it was Polmeyer. He, he pinned Polmeyer, and I think he tried to backflip it. At Dactronics. Hank Polmeyer. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a good win. Polmeyer's that's a good win. Really solid. I'm going with him. He, I think he's got stop. the upside. I think, what? You act like it's audacious that someone would beat <laughs> Jared Verclaren. Well, we got to play this. We got to play this. What's so funny? Oh, God. What, what, You're not when, doing this to him, are you, you? When did you become such a Verclaren No, he, he, he plays it off so well. Did I tell you about my Verclaren story? No. I got good stories, Christian. Are we doing this backflip thing or what? It's I, Tyler's, it Tyler's got second. it. Okay, yeah. I'll, tell, I'll tell you the Verclaren story when we get this up. So I went, the first year I ever went to... Uh, out to PA to do a camp for for young guns, uh, Jody and John. So I do the morning session, and a whole bunch of them dudes come in that made that. I think it was a cadet or junior world team. You know, Spencer, Gavin, Jared, because they came in to work out for lunch. Um, so I'm like, okay, I want to get a workout in. And dude, I probably put for clearing about 47 cradles, and. Um, and then I, we're, you know we're done and we're sitting there and he goes, man, you're good at scrambling. Usually I I scramble everybody. I said I was just like, yeah, I, tough day I guess. <laughs> like he, he, had, <laughs> he had no, no idea, idea who no you were. Idea. None at all. He's like, yeah, usually I scramble. I out scramble everyone, but you really got me today. <laughs> <laughs> what is it about some kids that like don't really they do the sport and they don't follow it? I don't like, know. No Coach, idea. I forget who it was, but Coach Goodell's like, yeah, this guy, it was like one of his ranked guys. It might have been Nick Gravini. He's like, he probably doesn't know who Dan Gable is. Like, he just doesn't know. But he's just, he's really good at wrestling. <laughs> it's like, what? Like, someone wrestling you. Well, Ed Ruth has the story where he was. When Ed Kale, Ruth knows nothing. When Kale came there, he's like, I don't know. I know much about him, but that wrestling was like, oh, this dude's pretty legit. <laughs> like, yeah, it's the greatest folk style ever, Ed. All right, we got we got the video here of Davenport pinning, okay. pinning uh, Polmeyer, and then uh, the backflip kind of failed, but he he laughed it off really well. That's okay. It's uh, there's nothing wrong. Is he going? Oh, I thought he was gonna go splatal. Yeah, it looked like. Oh, but then, the cradle! Oh, he snapped up that cradle I real quick. It. Oh, there he went. Oh, I'm all that in. Nice, T-Bod. I know where this. I love is a going. good cradle. Hey, do you go knee on, in the bottom the knee mat. on the side? What are you staring at? Do you think you no, go- that's that that that's failure. You gotta that's go. Failure. You gotta go right here. You gotta go right there against good people. In the armpit, bottom knee in the armpit. In the armpit. Yeah. Okay. The side, side. You know it hurts a little bit, but no one in D one level is just gonna put their shoulders down because it hurts. Man, this ref yeah. really thought about this for a yeah, long time. Yeah, he's like, huh? I'm not sure. There he goes. Finally, oh, here we it. go. Uh-oh. He's oh. <laughs> We're ready. Oh! 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 oh. 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 Good, good <laughs> little double knee slide. <laughs> He got some serious hype, but there was no he rotation went, on that Yeah, that, that one. was the thing. He went, jumped straight up, and then he's like, I should do a backflip right now. <laughs> I, that was interesting because he clearly can do backflips. Like, he jumped yeah, very high. Yeah, because that was so much hype. I want to watch it one more time. What's oh, Tyler doing? I don't know. Okay. He's All right, doing. forget it. Okay. 
So I don't know what. Yeah, I'm going. <laughs> Listen, you're not going with uh, with Kevon over, over for Claire. Wow, just because you yeah, scrambled him. I'm going Kevon. Oh, there it is. This time he sticks okay. the landing. Dr. Snyder, why don't you make fun of Ben for picking against Kevon? Okay. Peyton Rob versus Brady Berge. I will go with Peytonius here. Both Minnesota guys, right? Originally? I'll go Peyton. I think they're yeah, they're definitely yeah. both uh pinnacle guys. Wow. Pinnacle pinnacle buddies. But yeah, Rob, a little healthier, better season last year. And for that reason. But this is a toss up. If Berge if Berge gets it going. I, I think I feel like all last year I was like if Bergy if Bergy if Bergy, and um, it, it never never wound up happening. But I still I believe in his talent. There's some guys I I just have uh, you just kind of hang on. Oh, I see why you did this duel. You guys just want me to, <laughs> wanted to do Staraki uh, versus uh. No, I want you to help Gabriel. decide my order. No, it's literally just for to do to Bracky's job. Who yeah? Who'd we pick here? Well, Coach Schneider would be mad at me. Peyton. If you if you uh, want to do my job, you guys can do 11 through 25 because that was a lot of fun figuring out. <laughs> okay. Uh, next up, Bubba Wilson, who we just named the starter, um, alert Coach Manning, versus Joe Lee. And I guess we got to go with Joe Lee. Even though Bubba Wilson, 19-1, and one, that's impressive. Did he have any? Let me look at the wins, yeah. Yeah. Whoa, heard a little something there. What was uh, that? I don't know. Someone's. In, I think Tyler's in danger. It's, it's <laughs> fine. Don't worry about it. Tyler's getting kidnapped. Tyler's getting kidnapped. But the show's going on. Uh, it'll be fine. He beat Carson Brolsma. Brolsma. That's the Casper thing. McIntosh. I think started for a little bit from Minnesota. He did lose. His one loss was to Ooh, Baylor Fernandez. By Baylor Fernandez. Wasn't oh, Baylor wow. Fernandez the one that um, he beat Brayton, Brayton Lee? Lee in the wrestle off? Yeah. He like turned Brayton Baylor? Lee in the wrestle off, and everyone was like losing their minds. I wonder if he got turned. Baylor Fernandez must be good on top. Yeah. Baylor Fernandez is good. He was a really good high school wrestler. Okay. So that's it. He did fine, but he's, uh, I'll give it to Joe Lee. Yeah. But Joe Bubba Lee. Wilson will be solid at 165. Okay. Carter Storaki, Mike Labriola. <laughs> we know what Ben's doing. Storaki. I go over to the national title. National champion, Carter Storaki. Man. What are you doing? I don't know. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I think Staraki wins. All right. Call me. Oh, Coach, I'm about to get some angry text messages if he's listening. <laughs> I never thought I'd – two PA boys, too. Um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, man, Brooks Vins. Got to go Brooks after his uh, pinfall at Big Tens, even though Vins did beat him at the duel. Yeah. I'm going Aaron Brooks. Aaron Brooks. Okay. Yeah, Aaron Brooks. Beard Schultz. Got to go Schultz here, right? Yeah, he was great yes. last year. Very good. Very good. And then. 5-4 going to heavy. Kirkfleet over Lance. Lance. Yep. Man. So, that makes Penn State the winner here. A few things would have given them the the win, right? Well, I know Nebraska fans are going to be pissed about us picking Staraki over Labriola. 74-84 is this duel. Yeah. Vince well, and I mean, listen, there's, but look, Chris, there's there's three, number three versus number five, number 11 versus number 18, number 17 versus number 13. There's a whole bunch of good matches here. Yes. 
Oh, yeah, this is a great tool. And I, I originally had Nebraska over them because – I'm sure Starak I had I had Rob at 65 beating Joe Lee. Mm. Um, yeah. That could be a You could have Brock Hardy yeah. over Bergie, and I, too. I don't know if we picked Labriola over Starocki or not. Maybe I did. You probably but did. Yeah. yeah. Then we started drinking all the Starocki Kool-Aid. That was it. Yeah, man, there's a – that's a good duel. A... That's a fun duel. I want to watch it. Man, it's kind of crazy, though. Like, he kind of hasn't beaten anyone. Right? Who? What's his best win? Starocki, no. Well, he didn't have the chance to, though. Well, Listen. I'm... He passes the eye test. I watched this guy wrestle, and I said, oh, my God, he's flipping good. I'm in. Yeah, I know. I could be totally wrong, but that's, pro- that's pretty rare. <laughs> uh, he beat Neil Richards wrestling. 9-2. He beat Neil Richards 9-2. He beat There's Fol- not very many people who I've watched, and I said, oh, my God, that guy is really good, and then they're a bum. That's, that's very rare for me to uh, have that happen. Okay. All right, well, I don't think it happened here. So Penn State – Beat Nebraska, so they're reclimbing the duels. Bracky's still going to have wait, some so, things to sort through. Who's the last one we got? So, okay, so wait. So Cornell beat Nebraska and Penn State beat Nebraska. Oh, so Nebraska's going from number three to number five. Yeah, and then Penn State will go so to we gotta three. Do, well, we got to do Cornell Penn State then. Yeah, we do. That's Monday, the one, that's the one we'll do Tuesday. And then the winner versus Iowa. Yeah, Mich- oh, Michigan versus Iowa. So we got we got a first place match. We got a third place match on on Tuesday. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good job, everybody. <laughs> okay. John, I love John Kozak in our uh, in our uh, make believe world here because you know you said that Sarah Strzok didn't beat anyone, and then Kozak said he just beat Massa yesterday. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny. That's fun. That's fun. Um, all right. Let's go to questions from friends. We have some friends, not many. We haven't met these people, but we call them our friends. Uh, actually, oh, do we want to play that D11 Sports video? Have you seen this video, Ben? No, I have no idea. What you're oh, it's going to fire you up. Let's play this. Um, we'll, we'll give Tyler a moment to, to pull this thing up. It's a coach. So D11 Sports, oh. it's a coach talking about the uh, – Oh, you got to pull it up here. See, he, this guy will speak better than me, so we'll just go for it. It looks like it's right. Yeah, I've seen it's this really video. It's about our society, and this is a critical element in our society, not just the athletics, but also the same kids who are in band or the same kids who are in the science club after school. These are structures that are very important. Uh, they, they provide opportunities for these kids to excel. And look, when I, when I hear things like it's not worth the risk, first of all, uh, as a coach, I've been, I have had the opportunity to watch – this football team at Bedford prepare for this year. And we told them, you know, if you wear your mask, you social distance at meetings, you know, split your time in the weight room. They've done all those things. We said, if you follow these protocols, you will have the opportunity to play. To now come back to them and say, you've done everything right, but you know what, we, we still don't have the, the will to let that happen. And I think back to those words, it's not worth the risk. We know, most of us up here have either played or been a part of athletics. We understand that there's inherent risk to what we do. That's why there's an ambulance that sits out by the football fields on Friday night. We know that there is risk. But always that risk-benefit-reward ratio has always been left up to the families to determine, is this worth the physical risk? Well, I don't see any difference in that now. 
And quite frankly, the governor has himself said when he was out in a protest in the streets of Harrisburg, he said when asked, did you follow your own protocols? He goes, no, I didn't because I felt the cause was worth the risk. Well, we cannot just allow one person in Pennsylvania to discern, to discern for everyone which causes are worth the risk and which are not. That decision needs to be left up to parents and it needs to be left up to families. Is it worth the risk? I believe that in my case it is, maybe some other people don't, but at the end of the day, if we're going to leave that decision only up to one person, then we have a problem that's far greater than COVID-19. Boom. Very, man, that was well said. That was so well said. Well said. Thanks I mean, to D11sports.com for that video. Um, sports are worth the risk. Yeah, yeah I mean, and I, I get... People neglect the other side too, Christian, when they say, well, there's this risk of Corona, but the canceling of everything that's been canceled, including youth athletics, um, you know, there's been increased depression, there's been increased suicide, increased drug use, increased child abuse. Those are, those are all factual. I'm not making those up. You guys can look those up for yourself. All, all of those things have been increased since the start of Corona and lockdowns. And so I, I believe, you know, the unfortunately it's very politicized, but they try to just say the risks on this one side and they are not weighing the risks on the other side either. So, you know, I think everything should be well balanced. And, and the guy said really well, you know, in America, a lot of what makes our country great is freedom. A lot of what makes our country great is the individual choice to balance risk versus reward and make those choices for yourself. Um, and, you know, they don't have those freedoms in other countries. And, you know, I, I think a lot of people haven't studied enough history to realize what happens when our freedom is taken from us. And, you know, they go study uh, the Soviet Union in the mid-1900s or China in the mid-1900s or Cambodia, right? All these other countries have had those, uh, all their freedoms taken from them. And it, it is really crazy that we, some people think that we should head in that direction. Th those people who think we should head in that direction have not, absolutely have not studied history. Um, so that was, man, that was well said. That was uh, a great speech. I Glad you guys played that. Yes. Yes, absolutely. All right. Now for real questions from friends. This is a good one uh, from Michael Scarn at Beach Day Sumo. Interesting combo there. At Ben asking, what was your deep-rooted belief that allowed you to separate yourself uh, from the field and become the champion in your last two years of college? Hmm. CP and Bracky, what are your deep-rooted beliefs that have got you to where you are? Um. So I, th I said, I think that's interesting. So, you know, obviously I did this book after, you know, I had already had a lot of level of success. So I can tell you my, my belief evolved throughout my life. So when, when I sucked, when I was no good on the being, all, all I knew is I was willing to outwork anybody. Right. And I, I think in my high school life, I was off the mat for like 20 days. Right. So I, I backed it up. Right. I didn't just talk about it. I was literally on the mat like every single day. Um, so my first belief was that I was going to outwork everyone and given enough time, I would become better than them. Um, then after that, I developed a, a belief in my conditioning. And then I believe, developed a belief in my scrambling. And then I developed a belief in the fact that I was going to outthink everybody. And so, right, by the time I get to my senior year uh, in college, there, there's a whole bunch of these beliefs. And you know what? Funny, funny enough, that thing I said about beliefs not being able to be disproved, being important. Well, you notice that all of those beliefs can't be – you can't prove that. And they, right, it wasn't by design because I didn't know that was important. It just by chance, uh, the, the conditioning thing can't be disproved. How hard I'm working – Although I, I to this day I still believe it could can't be proved or disproved, right? Um, the outthinking can't be proved or disproved. 
Uh, and the fact that if I had enough time, I was out, you know, get better than everyone again, can't be proved or disproved. So, um, yeah, I think by, you know, it wasn't by design, but I ha ended up happening to have a bunch of really good beliefs. That checks out. Wow. That makes sense. Do you have any Bracky? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I'm even talking on this. Well, no, like not to, not to that, uh, for wrestling, but just like, I don't know. In life, I got I mean, you here. Life. I, and this, guys, Maya, I, don't make me go off on a effing mental Monday here. Um, but I am releasing a course next week. <laughs> Shameful <laughs> self promotion. Um, but I, th I think life, um, life echoes rest. And, and that's one of the reasons I love wrestling so much is because it's an individual sport and it really does echo into what you want to do in life. And so it's like, you know, obviously you guys are on, we, we, right, are on one of the biggest podcasts of wrestling. So how, how do we get here? I, there has to be a certain path that you took to get here. And then it's like, and anything, how do you want to get better? And it's like, there's, there's plenty of ways to get better. And obviously anyone, I'm, I'm sure you guys, whether you admit it or not, have some type of goals moving forward. And a lot of people are, um, I don't want to say, I don't know if embarrassed is the right word, but they're very shy about saying what they want to do in life, right? I want to accomplish this. I want to accomplish this. I want to accomplish this. A lot of people are shy about it, but the same things that made you good at wrestling um, will make you good at life or good at your job or good at whatever else it is. Well, I would say for, for me, what I think got me to flow and what I did truly believe very deeply was that no one in the world knew as much about current division one college wrestling as I did at that time in terms of mm -hmm. the rosters, the recruiting classes, the results. Like I would have known who Bubba Wilson was and what he did like through and through. And I, I really, again, it couldn't be proven or disproven, but I really thought yeah. nobody knows more division one wrestling than me. So I could talk about it and write about it with real confidence. And I think that, that really helped me a lot. And then, as I've been at Flow, I think that skill set has changed, and I don't think I know the most anymore um, because my job is has sort of changed, and that's not really the thing I do. And I, I feel it on this show. Like I'm like, man, I don't know as much as I used to know because I used to know all this stuff back when I could really immerse myself. Now mm -hmm. I feel like now I feel like my thing I believe that I have real deep belief about is that I really know I have an innate instinct on what people want to read and watch about wrestling and what they're and most that's, interested that's in. It's kind of your job, so that's important, right? Yes, it's very important. And it's like, it's not as easy to know because like Twitter's like totally fake and people think what's on Twitter is what people want, but it's really not. And so that's probably the thing I believe the most strongly in right now because I don't think I know the most about college wrestling anymore. That's that's what you just said there is really funny, Christian, uh, about what people, what people see on Twitter is fake. You know, I don't know if you've read the Jordan Peterson book, but I think it's really outstanding. But he talks, um, you know, a lot about how people maybe are not putting everything forward, that there's their real true, true thoughts. And so, like, for you, you guys get to see all the metrics behind everything. You guys get to see every click, essentially, right, of what people do on your site. And so you know, you know what the real answers are. And so then when you see things on Twitter, like I have a good guess at what's a lie and what's true, but you guys have the real answers mm -hmm. on what's true and what's a lie. You know, if people say they don't want to see Austin Santo. Then why do so many effing people click on his picture? 
right? Or same thing with, say, Pat Downey. They say, I don't want to see anything about him. But they click if there's an article about Pat Downey, they click on him in droves. Yeah, yeah, certainly. That's true certainly. or false? That is I'm true. guessing it's true. It is true. Okay. Um, so, yeah, no, I haven't read Jordan Peterson's book, but – it's outstanding. I Twitter it is Twitter is very fake. Um, that, that if he wrote those words, I agree with him. Twitter's fake. Uh, I don't think he wrote those words. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't think Twitter's fake. I think Twitter's actually as real as it gets. I think certain people on Twitter are are fake, and then you get to know that they're fake because you see what they're saying versus what they're doing, right? So right. you guys actually get to have very good insight into how fake they're being because you see both what they say and their actions kind of as an aggregate, right? As a, as a total of what you're hearing on Twitter versus what you're actually seeing in real life. You get to see them. Um, and most people just have to guess at those things. Right. But, but it's no, it's not even that it's not, it's not, what? it's not that I see the data or something like that. It's, it's nothing to do with that. I, I just know it, it take wrestling out of it. It's just, it's fake in that – here's what's fake about it. And it's certainly not everything okay. about Twitter is fake, right? Twitter yes. used to be like my absolute favorite place um, to go on- online. I thought it was really fun. But it what it does is it tricks people into thinking something is more or less true or false or mm. – uh, and, and it makes only, people only believe it. Only if you it. let it. Only if you let it. But – that's what's fake about it. A lot of people, a lot of people, um, fall into the trap, right? And, that's true because that's what's fake. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, fa- Facebook. I would say so. I think on Twitter, right? Twitter's good because there's not an algo, and you kind of get to see who you follow, essentially. Um, and so, you know, if you try to follow people who are, at least for me, who are fairly well balanced, I don't want to follow someone who's way to one side or way to the other side. I don't mm-hmm. want to follow people who are going to kind of give me the news on, on both sides. And lots of times, you know, they have their perspective, but sometimes they leave their perspective out of it. But Facebook is the place that's the worst for that because it has the, all the algos and it feeds you, you know, stuff who, which gives you a lot of confirmation bias. Um, and so you start believing what you think is more true because the people around you, the people you're clicking on, watching, seeing, because they also believe that's true. And so it, it creates this um, funnel, right, where you get sucked into and then it becomes an echo chamber essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, for, for example, like a couple weeks ago, basically wasn't really looking, looking at mentions at all. And then muted and blocked, I don't know, probably under 20, 30 people. And, oh, you got to mute and block people. Yeah. Uh, I do all the mute. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, the reason I I found like blocking makes sense sometimes is like because people can, if you can read my tweets and reply to them, you completely derail the conversation that I'm trying to have, right? And make it about mm. something else. So interesting. Yeah. So blocking sometimes is actually effective in if I'm trying to have questions okay. from friends and I don't want some idiot to derail that. It's like oh, I block you. You can't even reply <laughs> to my tweets now. Right. So I I did that. So my point is I did that for under 30 people. Right. And instantly my entire Twitter experience completely changed and everything felt quieter and not as bad because it was a really small number of people. It just feels 
bigger in the time when you're on there and you're looking at it and it's literally can poison your brain right it's, yeah. it's bad for you and it and it's totally fake because your brain is tricked into thinking it's worse than it is right yeah i mean well i mean i think inherently inherently we focus on the negative as people right it's like christian you could go and have a i mean you guys could say this from you coach christian or you could say this from coaches you um you've interviewed but you know they have a tournament and the tournament goes really well and they're mm -hmm. not focused on all the matches that you won they're they're focused on those two that they lost that really pissed them off of course yeah so inherently we're kind of drawn to that um the things that are more negative in our brain true true that's that's absolutely a, a fact um mm -hmm. i don't know why this guy asked this question but maybe bracky does why can't bracky get the videos uploaded to youtube in a timely fashion do you know what he's talking about uh yeah for what some video? reason we've had trouble streaming to youtube in the past few weeks oh um and usually when we are able to stream to youtube the video just self archives and i don't have to worry about it okay um but now I'm having to like upload it and I'll forget to do it like right away. Got it. Well, you know, no, no offense city wrestling guy, but we put the, the videos up on Twitter, Facebook and the website. So it's not as though maybe you prefer the YouTube experience, which we understand, but it's not as though the show and you can listen to the on Spotify and iTunes. So it's not that hard to find the, the show if it doesn't make it, make it to YouTube. Yes. So if Bracky doesn't prioritize that, a video, which is available at three other places, who can fault the young man? We are, we are trying to figure out what's going this on. This is a young father. With, okay. uh, he's raising a family. <laughs> with the streaming to YouTube, though. And he's working um, on it. He's got his best people on it. I, w I want to add so, so something I found really interesting about Twitter. Because Blake Barber said Facebook and Twitter both steer your traffic. It's the same model. Um, and I said I don't think that fa Twitter does. I found it to be really interesting. So I have a, obviously a verified account and a lot of followers. I see almost zero ads. And we started, uh, me and the other guy who did the crypto podcast, we started uh, an account for that. And it's got like 2,000-ish followers. And I couldn't believe how many more ads were on that account the couple times I scrolled through it. It was wild. I mean, probably, f I would guess 5X, somewhere in there. Do you think you see more uh, at, or less ads because you're, you have a lot of followers? I I think it has to do it has something to do with that because it was a dramatically different experience from scrolling through my account and scrolling through that account um, were dramatically different. Like I could there, not believe how many ads. Like I couldn't take it. I didn't want to even look at that. I didn't want to look at that account anymore. Ben, it's it's not necessarily true that there's no algorithm with Twitter though. I'm pretty sure there is one because I it presents well, itself I see, not in a uh, not in like a time order, right? It's like. I'll open up my Twitter. It'll be something from yesterday that's that's towards the top. So they're they're really? doing so, they're doing something to prioritize. Yeah, let me open it right now. I think they do. So if you, uh, there'll be like a what you miss sometimes, but I think the other that you do see every tweet and it's in relatively real time. Of I'm sorry, not real time. What's the word I'm looking for? Where um, it's by time, right? So if I post at six thirty three, chronological. Thank you. Yeah, he's the best. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay, so you can't put them by latest. I guess mine's basically. So yeah, it's sort of out of order, but it's not bad. I don't think I have an algo on mine, but um, don't quote me on that. Hey, there's us. What do you know? Um, okay. Next question. Oh, it's, 
934, we're doing good. Um, someone asked, all right, for us to list our top five wrestlers of all time that you believe are not fan favorites, um, the villains, the top five bad guys. Um, I think we've talked about this a little bit before, some of the best villains. It's a fun topic. It is. The number one is uh, <laughs> Austin DeSanto right now, for sure. Yeah, huh. right now we're talking about right now we're all historically. He said, I, I seriously think all time. He's the best. I think he's the goat. Johnny Hendricks was if Johnny Hendricks if there was social media, yeah, he, he was such a villain. Mako, I'm sure would have been a great one. Mako was a great villain. Mako would have been even bigger if we had social oh media for sure. Some oh, yeah. of, some of these guys, I think about that all the time. Like, what would have happened if this dude was wrestling? I think Metcalf would have been a bigger villain. Oh yeah! If he was a big villain, though, like yeah. so, I know, but like it would have been even bigger if I know social media was kind of in its infancy then. But if it is what it is today, him being so good was very added to the mystique too. Yeah. Right. Well, that's got. I mean, if, if the guy's a bum, no one really cares all that much. It's well, really. You know, DeSanto's never best. placed top. You know, you know, top three. Or I mean, anything. okay. So, he's really good. But he's really good, and he's beaten guys who've won national titles, right? He beat Seth Gross. Yeah. Um, beat Nick Seriano. Yeah. Beat Savon Meads, which has been in the NCAA final. Like, his Lee wins Zach, are insane. Yeah. He's beaten a lot of dudes. Yes. So, I mean, let's see. Okay, who we got? We got DeSanto. We got Metcalf. We have Steve Mako. We have Johnny Hendricks. Who else? That's a good group of four. Um, Bubba Jenkins? I don't think so. Yeah, probably not. I, he wasn't really a villain. I mean, he beat the babyface David Taylor, though. I know, but that was like no one. I don't feel like people hated. But I don't even feel like Penn State fans really hated Bubba until yeah. after the fact. That's when the yeah. talk really ramped up, right? Yes. Um, man, Who I don't else? know. I'm having a hard time coming up with a, a lot of villains. There's some people that we they, have. We're just sort of dislike. We have four. Lightning Luke Smith says four. Pat Downey. Downey, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, he's all right. Um, he's not. He wasn't an NCA. This is an NCA. Yeah, he wasn't NCA. He, yep. I mean, he was an NCA All American. True. He wasn't like a big villain while he was in college. Yeah, he, he really became. He he elevated uh, later on. Yeah, hmm. I don't know. I don't have anyone else really. Villains. That's it. I mean, those are four really good ones, but yeah, we, we should I feel have like Ashnall right. tried, but he was just kind of popular. Ashnall didn't mind partying on guys a little bit. People loved the mob in there. Yeah, I know. For whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, they the, loved him. The he dirtier wasn't a bad he was, the more they liked him. He, he was like, he like did villainous things, you know, within the sport, but everyone was <laughs> oh. like, this guy's great. <laughs> yeah, they loved him. There was no villain in, in Ashnall. There's think. no villain. Yeah. I can't even explain it. But, it's not to be mobbing. Mobbing. Yeah, he's great. Um, so a, a really fun thing that I, I think it was a question, but it was like the best NCAA finals of all time in terms of like the best group of 10, that'll be a really fun thing to discuss, uh, over the last 10 years. Like what the best, Oh, I know which one I'd choose right away. Which? It was, um, 18. Oh my God. The, uh, the one where Bo pinned miles that year was wild. 18. I'm, no, I'm sorry. The, where miles beat Bo that year. 16. What? Yes, that year. That year was awesome. Gwiz Snyder. Um, oh, my gosh. What are, that was a freaking awesome. Let me look it up. That year was freaking awesome. I got it right here. Um, Nico beat up. Gilman. Nico over Gilman. Nation over Clark. 
Heil over Meredith, Rutherford majored Sorensen, Imar Nolf. That was Ring- awesome. See, that match was awesome. Great match. Uh, Ringer over Zeke Jordan, Miles over Bo, Gabe Dean that over match. Dudley. Yes, it was. Jaden beat McIntosh pretty uh, convincingly. And then Snyder Gwiz. Man, that is going to be a- tough to beat. That was a fire in terms of like. Yeah. Not just good wrestlers, but exciting matches. We'll, we'll maybe dive a little bit deeper into that. But you might be right, uh, Benjamin. Um, that was a good okay. year. Okay. Why don't we get the heck out of here, boys and girls? Call it a day. Call it a week. We'll be back next week for sure because no one's going anywhere. Do you have any more camps, Ben? Any more anything? Um, well, but we got some fun. We got, we got a AWA-only tournament this weekend. Um, we did nice. that so our kids could have some competition because they don't get any. So this will be our third one of those. Uh, we got some sick brackets, too. Not that you guys would know because it's Wisconsin kids. Um, and then we got Spencer Lee Friday, Saturday. We got Alex Deringer Monday, Tuesday. And we have Evan Wick next Friday, Saturday. Final introduction or final Boom. inclusion for the uh, villain debate. Blake Barber is right. Gable Stevenson is definitely a villain. Ooh, yeah, he yes. does try to he, – uh, he's good at it, too. I love, I love the yeah. cable. Uh, the the footwork. Yeah, the being a little pushing the line a little bit a little with chippy, the stuff after shubby. the whistle and on the edge and uh, not afraid to tell people how good he is too. Which, I love it. Yeah, it's awesome. Gable's it. great. Big Gable guy. Okay, thank you guys so much for listening. Five hundred thirty-five, five thirty-six coming at you Tuesday. Have a good weekend. Be safe. It's gonna get better one way or the freaking other. I promise you. Bracky doesn't believe me, but it's going to happen. I believe after the Big 12 put the football schedule out yesterday, I believe. Shout out Bob Bowlesby. See you Shout guys. Shout out.